Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. I just fucked it up. Never mind. Can't do it. This episode is brought to you by Stringjoy. Sound better, play better. Send them money, they send you strings. It's a pretty cool thing. Uh, and they're, they're fantastic strings, so you should check them out. They've also got a lot of cool accessories, um, some awesome new clothing. They've got socks, which are fantastic, because I was always wearing these stupid Hanes. Now I can get boutique boutique socks. Where do we get our string joy on you? What? Is that, that the new look? That, that it's a play on Hanes. Oh. Are they gonna have fruit now? What if String Joy does vegetables? <laughs> They're like, here's the carrot. Okay, we do not represent String Joy at all. So like <laughs> Our horrible ideas are not a reflection of them. They're a lot better at doing this than we are. One of these days, these people that pay us to talk about them will finally provide ad copy because they're so embarrassed by what product we produced. Literally, every time we have a sponsor, we're like, is there anything you'd like us just to say? No, just... No, no, actually, we'd rather you not. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, they're like, "Uh, um... And then we're over here like, they don't want us to say anything specific. They just want us to like say stuff and it's like oh yeah it's a little nerve-wracking well this has been awkward this is insecurities with diaz um <laughs> brought to you by Stringjoy. so go check out stringjoy.com uh they will not give you insecurities you'll be secure in your tone knowing that you've got Stringjoy on your guitar so speaking of Stringjoy on your guitar what's new with you chris um nothing did i sell something this week it's always nothing no yeah i don't even think i sold anything this week did you uh, even or... like look stuff up on facebook marketplace can we just talk I about what did. you saw oh yes actually there have been a couple of things there's been like a reminder you you guys were not here last window. week so you got two weeks to catch up on too yeah okay so i think last week i actually did sell my orange sparkle telecaster um, oh yeah i saw that up for sale yeah. rest in peace and pieces very very much so um what is on my watch list from facebook marketplace there's a nice uh les paul custom pro for 650 epiphone and yes epiphany uh there's also a quote-unquote metal fender stratocaster which looks like a parts caster but it only has one pickup and no it's a neck through so that's very interesting to me if it's still there after i move out of my apartment i might pick it up if it's not complete shit because i just love me some neck through that's awesome. Sustained yeah, for days. Yeah, um, I actually used to have a what brand was it? Raven West guitars. I don't even think they're around anymore. But they had a neck through Tele, and just the way they did the neck joint with that. Um, it's probably very similar to like uh, the Schecters. That uh, I don't even know if those are technically neck through or not, but I think most oh, of them are. Oh, it's very much a neck through. Uh, okay, the, the so, C1 yeah. Classic 
is a neck through. That's the one I have. Okay. So yeah, it's similar to that kind of neck backing, and I really, really enjoyed that. So uh, the fact that I actually found a strat that's like that. I'm also been really, really eyeballing the. Uh... <sighs> Who's the guy from Jimmy Eats World? Jimmy Atkins. Jim Atkins. I've been really, really eyeing the white version of his telly. Like, I might actually pick that up and, like, make that my main guitar. Well, it just takes some time. A little bit. When when you're in the middle of the ride. But yep. Bleed American. But those, those are what I've been really eyeballing. And are you getting some clarity on it? Are you listening? Mm-hmm. Whoa! Uh oh! Uh, 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 uh. Sorry, sorry, Chris. We do totally derailed that. <laughs> I uh, I just think it's nice that we didn't totally rip on Chris for not knowing the lead singer of Jimmy World was Jimmy. Oh my gosh! So funny, funny thing. Hey, who's that guy from the Eric Clapton? What's his name? He plays guitar. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What's the what's the lead singer? Breaking Benjamin's name. Yeah. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, but, that, that just goes to show how much my brain stops working when I'm in the middle. In of all fairness, yeah. there's no. In all fairness, there's no hootie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, what? There's no blowfish either. <laughs> there's no blowfish. I mean, you've just crumbled my entire world. There's no hootie. That's <laughs> that episode title name called it. There's, there's no, no hootie. hootie. There's no hootie. All right, um, we got to get moving because Chris has a meeting to be on, and we're going to try to keep him on the whole episode. So if Chris leaves for the end, that's why. I'll just randomly be like, all right, guys, bye. I'm like, oh, yeah, and then we're talking about peace. Bye. <laughs> all right, speaking of pieces of pie, Scott, what did you get this week? <laughs> uh, I got this you wonderful cheesecake. In hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not a pie, damn it. It identifies as a cake. Listen, if we can have all these different pronouns, cheesecake can identify as a cake. That's all I'm saying. Respect the identification. Anyway, uh, so Electromotive Sound Company sent me something to try out. Oh, yeah. I was really mad that I don't have notifications on that group text or that group chat because I totally would have jumped on that. Well, if I have to wind up sending this back to Ben, I might just send it through you. Yeah, so that'd you be get great. A, you get a chance to take a whirl with it, too. Because I I own, I think, every pedal he's put out so far. Maybe. I've got the phaser. I've got the phaser. I've got the clone. I've got the eat my or bite my shiny metal ass. Is that officially the uh, name of it? I I sure hope so. <laughs> well, I this mean, is the, the term is so, so it might be okay. Yeah. So what I've got is a early production model of the Ranger Danger. I think this one. I think he mentioned the one I have is a little different than what the final design is. Okay. But he's curious about things like, hey, what does it sound like when you run into a Kemper and all that kind of stuff? Because it is a uh, treble booster. <laughs> It's kind of a a certain type of range type of master? effect. Yeah, it might master it, yeah. It might master the range? Yeah, it might master the range. I feel like that, you've got to run that into an AC30 and get that like sweet Brian May tones. Well, I have an AC15, so... Like a real one or a... I have a hand-wired. Oh, wow. With the El Nico Blue. I didn't know you had that. Yeah. yeah, that was my that was my dry channel. Oh, for your wet, wet dry wet? Uh, just wet dry. I never did another wet channel on it. Um, I want to do four wet, seven dries, and then a then a pie channel. All mixed down to mono. Yeah, all. <laughs> yeah, I, I sold so much better in stereo. Yeah, they're, they're it's a mono mix though. They're just 
<laughs> whatever you do you boo boo <laughs> you do you oh so yeah that's what's new with me do you have anything new on your uh your end of the world oh, gosh it's been two weeks i can't remember um oh my gosh i went i picked up did i talk about all the cheap stuff i picked up no 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 all right so i i got like i had a real lucky day turns out one of them wasn't so lucky i didn't tell the group this so i picked up a metal muff and a uh dod grunge for 40 bucks both of them that's not but, bad but neither of them are passing sound that well so i'm guessing that, i'm hoping there's just a bad solder joint mm. or like the switch is jacked up because they're both doing the same thing which is really weird that that would happen so always try to test your products but it was honestly 40 bucks where if i figured if one of them was jacked up i could at least break even i might take the grunge off your hands that's if i can get it working dave if you can't get it working as long as you don't mess it up further to an unrepairable level i might take a stab at that well i don't know i kind of want the grunge that's the one i wanted more than anything didn't uh mr lehue give you an offer on the metal muff I think it was actually Jason, the monger. Yeah, uh, Will actually bought me uh, bought the black Russian muff that I have that I bought from him originally. So he, I have to ship that out. He just out of nowhere was like, "Hey, I know you're like trying to get this pedal, so I want to buy that." I was like, "How much?" And he's like, "How does this sound?" I was like, "Sure." And then apparently he looked up the price and he kind of lowballed me and tried to make it even, but I still made money off of it. So we'll let him make some more money too. Nice. Um, so apparently the price on those is going up a little bit on the used market. They've been running about 150. Dude, everything's been going up on the used market still. Like the yeah. that initial there was that initial bump in like May where everyone's had stimulus money to burn. Uh, uh but it, it seems like really... it hasn't really slowed down yet. Well, um he he bought it for sixty sold it to me for 80 i sold it to him for 100 and he was gonna send me more money i was like nah we're good so that's that shows you what type of stand-up person that we have supporting our show is when they're trying to give you more money than you ask for i should have just told him to give it to the podcast dang it Uh fudge good job i messed up guys but um yeah i got that i got a bunch of podcast recording gear i got a um couple uh well i got like four crappy mics a couple of the uh scissors mic stands um so you start you you finally starting your west wing podcast i'm thinking about it i don't even need (laughs) i don't even need other people i can just have three mics and just wings and wings and you just eat wings in stereo with an asmr thing (laughs) screw it i'm doing wings wings on wings on wings i'm gonna watch wings a wings on wings on wings on wings i'm gonna watch the show wings while eating wings while watching the west wing yeah tried to follow that that'll be nuts um but yeah I, oh i got a behringer 10 channel mixer i, I spent like 100 bucks on all that i did pretty good I, I think i got a book on how to learn how to podcast so we should probably start reading that one and <laughs> get some take some notes i'm like oh know who your sponsor is got it <laughs> step two get scott to do everything for you so it's like okay listen that's not true whenever you took a break from the show chris did everything for me. 
<laughs> and then Scott I, came back and it's like, oh, okay. I edited one thing and I was done. I was like, nope, yeah, never that, again. Was it your interview when you interviewed your brother? No, no, we we never released that. Did I've we? still got no, we never released that. And uh that, and that was like years ago. <laughs> that was like towards the beginning. It was around July of 2018 <laughs> or was it 2019 mm. i think it would have been 18 i think so too 18's when we started we've been doing this for i mean we're on episode 128 right now yeah so. it would have been 2018 because it was right near the beginning yeah that's hilarious i didn't know we never I still, released it no yeah no because like i didn't know how to edit it and like and we never really did anything with it huh i wonder <laughs> That'd be crazy. I need to try to find it and we can release it two years later. That'd be fantastic. Um, let's see. Uh, I got drowned content. Yeah, here, listen to me sitting around talking to my brother, and all you can hear is birds chirping. Uh, uh, I think I think that's pretty much it. I've got a birthday present coming hopefully tomorrow or today when the episode releases. But we'll talk about that later. Nice. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, we can move on to the gear news. All right. So, are we going to really start with this one? Because this is kind of a big one. I mean, yeah, we got to hook them in. I mean, let's let, okay. Let, let's let's be clear. I I will go on a limb and say I think this is one of the best gear news weeks we've ever had. It's fantastic. That's not I'm Nam. I'm sure to go there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about this this has been a this was a tease thing for a little bit here about a good week of hardcore teasing uh Strymon announces the night sky a reverberant synthesis workstation and i think it's absolutely hilarious because there's a lot of people who aren't super thrilled about it yeah scott, people seem you, mad about it scott you said that you definitely you probably you know, most likely like 99 percent won't buy this well so you got to remember first off that i have a I am the most P-Dubsy player that has never touched Strymon. Have you never had a Strymon? I've never had any Strymon pedal. And I kind of like, I have oh. a, like a weird pride in that. Uh, dude, I went through that and then I got a Strymon and I was like, I was sucking on the Strymon nipple after that. I, they got me. They had me. I mean, they're they're great. My my buddy Ian, who used to play at my church, I don't know if he still does or not. Uh, he's like an almost all Strymon board and he gets fantastic sounds. He uses an Iridium. It's great um oh funny all right quick tease the pedal that's arriving tomorrow it's a strymon so and it's not this one though Diaz, you're terrible at surprises i you know what i'm actually the worst like anytime i buy someone a present i just give it to them yeah like like i'm the worst yeah, <laughs> yeah so i i think i came across as critical on the night sky um because yeah, i think my first comment right. was i think it will be bigger with keyboard players than guitar players Oh, most definitely. And I don't think that's I don't think that's a slag against it. I just think the no. big sky is such the guitar player's reverb. Yeah. That this is the this is much more tweaking and filters and stuff like that versus the, the preset culture of the mm. previous big um Strymon pedals. And it has the built in sequencer. Yeah. So I mean like it seemed well for one the new form it's in the new form factor of like the volante and what i'm assuming at some point there's going to be a modulation pedal in this form factor too i want a digital delay in this form factor oh if you if you could run a dual digital delay yeah like take 
the take the dig and make it bigger. Make it, yeah, I would like, buy that in a heartbeat. Like like the dig deep or something like that. Yeah, I'd love dig to with two Gs. I'd love to see the Iridium expanded into a few oh, more different ant models and a little more routing. They um, just need to they just need to slap the flint and the Iridium together. Oh, that'd be cool. Ooh. Like think about it. You've got the two effects that are found on most amps: tremolo and reverb, and an amp and a cab. Like it, that makes it, the it most almost sense becomes the it. milkman, the amp. Then, yeah, milk, milk it for all that you can. <laughs> so I mean, like this is the big tease of the year, really. I mean, like at least it coming from like a like a praise and worship guitar players world, a Strymon coming out with a new flagship reverb is a really really big deal. Well, and the thing is, is they really dropped the ball on their last big release, which was the Compadre, which was pretty what much a, was that it was an o, it was the uh, Ob one. It was an update like, of their compressor. Okay. Yeah. That was That's, so memorable. Yeah, because the OB1 was a compressor and boost, and the Compadre is a compressor and boost. It's like the OB1 V2. Gotcha. Well, and to be honest with you, frankly, the Jackson Audio Bloom and already had such a nice hold on the market as terms of like a MIDI controllable compressor. Right. Um, and there's still a lot of people who just want one setting on a compressor, and they go get a Kelly 76. So. Yep. That was a that was a tough market spot to kind of come into. Um, that also I feel like the whole the whole compressor and boost together thing is I won't say redundant because they're two different things, but like most of the time people use I when I if I have a compressor if I'm using a boost I'm using it towards the end of my chain to boost up for solos. Right. Like if I've already if I've already got a compressor I set that as how I want my like quote unquote clean sound to be like my bass sound. Hmm. And a lot of people use either a compressor or a boost for that. That's like whenever people are like, Oh, this is my always on pedal. It's like the M drive or something. It's like, yeah, that's pretty much just a, a boost that has a, the tonal qualities that you like. I mean, that's essentially all my, uh, shoot. What is it called? Forrester is what they called it. Whatever the preamp is that I own. That's the what? they want. Are you the uh, boss? The one that the edge uses. Oh, forget the model of it. But, the uh, Fed amp. Yeah. yeah the, the, the the was it linear power amplifier? No. Uh, no, that's EH. Uh, no, that's the LPB. Okay. Because yeah. didn't uh, JHS just do like a, a revamp of that? Yeah, they did a revamp yeah. with some extra feature. Oh, they <laughs> they threw a XLR output on it. That's what they did. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, I lost track back, of where that was going. Back okay, so we the, the cool thing about this, I I actually do want this because I feel like um you can get some of that uh cool crazy I, well when I do reverbs I usually do one or I do two. I do one that is just like my normal kind of room or hall reverb. That's the base. And then I like to have another one which gets at me into my ambient zone. That's kind of the like modulated long reverb where I can do swells and cool stuff like that. And the thing about this is you can tweak so much. And like you said, it's got the filter stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And Honestly, I with the fave switch or with the favorite on there, and you've got the infinite, like you've got all this cool stuff going. 
but imagine doing the favorite you do the sequencer you i can start doing some like nine inch nails fun cool stuff yeah and a lot of people were talking about the freeze functionality of this being like a game changer which i thought was kind of weird because there's so much already in that that space um uh, on the market the as big it is sky, the big sky can do that did the big sky freeze i, I know um yeah. The the black mode of the Chase Bliss uh, Dark World does a freeze kind of a thing. You've had the Super Ego on the market for ages now. You've got the micro sampler kind of things that can do freeze effects like the Tensor, the Chase Bliss Mood. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, it's a cool add-on. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, but it, it was weird that that got so much attention and, and discussions because... I mean, at this point, we're actually reacting to the reactions because this came out the day we released our episode last week. So it's been out for a yeah. whole week already, and we've already kind of like reacted to it. I do feel like, well, it hasn't been like, it's been announced. I don't think it actually is like selling until the 28th. Uh, which yeah. Is Monday, next Monday. Yeah. So it's not getting in a lot of people's hands right now. Well, so, it, it got in very few people's hands. That that was the other kind of thing that's worth talking about. This is like uh, when the Juliana came out two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Everyone oh demoed it. Like and everyone there was even, demoed it. Wasn't there even like fallout some, of over how many people from demoers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I know. I know one demoer was like yeah. the main one. And that's, that's a that's a discussion that happened in a private group. So it's not. Uh, air all that dirty laundry but um, wait, wait, what discussion happened oh no 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 well that they made a post okay uh um, so we're not airing dirty laundry yeah uh versus this was like basically andy and that was it yeah and it's really weird because like i don't know i still love how ryan burke's like but does it drip <laughs> i don't think it really does I don't think it does. What type of reverb is in it? That's the thing, too. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of, like... It doesn't... Yeah, you uh, don't get a lot of different algorithms, it seems like. It's it's much more yeah. in the how do you edit it. Tweak it. Yeah. And so you, you have, like, the shimmer voicing. You have yeah. the decay effectors. You've got uh, resonant filters that you can put on it there's uh, a modulator that you can do waveform changing on so like it and it's all really just like right there at your fingers which i think is really cool i think this is way more accessible than a lot of its competition where you kind of kind of dive into the features and mess with stuff so it's cool but i don't think it's i don't think this is your one reverb oh cool sorry i'm listening to a demo of it <laughs> I want this really bad now. They've got like a pitch mod. And like you can do it envelope. Okay, sorry, I'm just looking at this craziness. Anywho. Well, Diaz, do we want to keep moving on to the other pedal yeah. that I know you want? <laughs> yes, I know which one you're talking about. I don't even have to look. So Boss announced the OC5. Which is I so like when it comes to octave pedals, like Boss had it with the OC3, the OC2 has a, does its own thing, and it's also a coveted pedal. But the OC5 is like, it just seems like it's going to be great, especially with the improved tracking. So technology is getting you know better. 
but it's the new standard it was really funny because i went to guitar center yesterday and was looking at the used pedals and sure enough there's a oc3 in there people already selling their oc3s you know i need to sell my oc3 damn it i should have sold it before Didn't this you got just get one yeah i want the oc5 now though i want to <laughs> upgrade maybe i'll get both so it's got a vintage mode that can do the oc2 kind of sound and then they've got the updated kind of oh, thing funny story too well this guy got pissy on the internet because they don't they didn't do an oc4 did they not no they they don't do fours four is an unlucky number in japan oh boss has never done a four interesting it's like the 13th floor of a hotel just pretend it's not there do you know i used to live on a i, I lived in a building i lived on the 14th floor and there was no 13 yeah i remember that do you remember the movie 1408 with john cusack and samuel L. jackson no if you haven't seen it dude it's actually a really good movie yeah it's pretty decent it's, it's not like fantastic but it's a stephen king thing it, like if you just imagine so it, it doesn't end well i uh, no, the ending is actually pretty decent okay that's usually the, the the flaw with stephen king movies uh well i would say that um which ones didn't end well it. i mean yeah <laughs> Green Mile ended pretty well. Oh, well. Whatever. Screw you, Stephen King. Um, Buy the Boss OC5, I guess. I don't know. That's what I want. I wonder. I didn't see the um, price on it yet. Uh, Uh, 129 pounds? So it should be under 150 bucks. Can we start using an American website? (laughs) We are the version of the American... This, this is fair. DS, if we this is our market writing position. articles. If people uh, went to these British websites and just read them, no one would need to listen to our podcast ever for actual that, news, which I know no one actually does. They're just yeah. here to hear you and me just piss each other off. But they can, they just need to just get in a group text with us. <laughs> I still love that screenshot. It's like, don't worry, guys. It's like pissing Scott off is not just something that I do for the podcast. It's something I do on a daily basis for fun. <laughs> that, that, like, was, that was a great just moment of like, I was doing something else. I didn't even see it. But then I just, I see Diaz go, I can hear you sighing from here. <laughs> I can, I can <laughs> feel it. Like, I know. <laughs> when you said record locally, and I'm like, I don't think I can afford a trip to Chicago. <laughs> Uh, all right, anywho, speaking of recording locally in the trip to Chicago, Boss launches the GT Pocket, which if you want to fly to Chicago and record locally, this would be great for you. Bam. That, I made that shit work. That was, you a, know what? That was a good segue. Congratulations. Give it a yes. uh, 7 out of 10. Okay, so... So is it weird the, that this, is, this might be the thing I'm most actually excited about in this week's list? I really don't like it. Fun. It looks like it's from the fucking 80s. What's up with the big block paws? Like those big plastic <laughs> squares? That is so 80s. Oh, dude, when you're actually recording, you want a tangible button. You don't want this touchscreen crap. No, no, I get it. But why does it have to be the old the- school big block? Because it's aesthetically pleasing. No, it's not. It makes me want to like cook up some macaroni and cheese and watch TGIF because it's from the freaking 80s and 90s. This is what you're most mad about, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like it. 
<laughs> it is uh, making me mad. I feel like no bad. So you've let's, got. To, let's look, start over. Let, let, let's start. Let's take it back a step. No, no, no. What you've got the was it? It's a portable guitar thing. It's a portable what? Multi-effect unit. Portable interface as well. And it has Bluetooth for streaming with your phone. Dude, it's like the ultimate at-home practice rig. What about... Like, Like, I I like this more than I like the Waza headphone thing. Okay. No, I like the headphones better. I don't like this. So do you have to like pull up an app to like edit stuff? Probably. Okay, but what if you have? Can't you make presets yes. on this thing? Is that what I read? Okay, so you can like basically build your bass tones and. Oh, it's the whole it's there. the whole tone suite DNA. So like this is this is what your katana sounds like and all those effects. Okay, so the yeah. tone suite is what's in the uh, like what Diaz keeps saying the katana headsets. Like yeah. that's what it uses. Okay. Yeah, but this is like full bore everything yeah. from the GT one. I don't see anything about a, like an app to adjust the sound. I just see them keep playing like a video on their app. Are you on the music YouTube. radar? Yeah. Uh, if no. you go to the boss website, you can see a very clear picture of someone with a very large ring editing things on an okay. iPhone. Okay. But still. So you can record with this. I mean, this is. This is your quiet practice rig. It's throw it in your gig bag or where, if you're traveling or whatever in your in your hotel room kind of a thing. Mm. Um, easy recording to your computer. I think it's I think this is really cool. What I think of this is um, when we were all in high school, Korg came out with like the Pandora. Do you remember that? Where it was like the size of a cell phone, but it, ha- it had multi-effects in it? No, I do not. Chris, do you remember the Korg Pandora? Briefly. I'm also picturing the... I don't know which... I know Korg made it, but it had like a CD player that could actually slow down tracks and stuff. That was Tascam. Oh, it was Tascam? Okay, never mind. The red thing. And it, yeah. The advertisement in the magazine was always Dave Mustaine. Yeah, that was the first thing that came to mind when you were bringing that up. I know that was not it. No, that was not the same thing. But yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, though. Still ugly. <laughs> well, Boss like is it. never really known for being cute. Look, good looking. Sorry, Yoshi. I think you're good looking. I mean, their their pedal design has become iconic. Well, there goes our Boss sponsorship. Yeah, like we're Thanks. getting a boss sponsorship. Yeah, I don't know. Let's talk, well, start talking to Matt and I. They, uh, yeah, this is going to be the episode he listens to. Listen, I, for one, would like to not, welcome... Not the one Matt and I was almost on. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I, for one, would like to welcome our Japanese uh, new Japanese overlords. And saying I am for sale. Just a boss OC5 and I'm in. You're so cheap. Yeah. It's how you know you can trust Diaz's opinion is not bought. Is that he's always trying to sell it, and no one takes him up on it. Yeah, it's hundred percent it. No one, no one takes me up on it. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm pretty sure I've gotten us two out of our three sponsors. That is true. Yeah, Stringjoy just kind of fell in our laps, didn't it? 
Uh, much. We started talking are, to him. Oh, I know that <clears throat> um, another podcast host did a lot of stuff in between. Gave us a good word. Yeah, gave us a really good word. It helps that he's financially invested in the, the company, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, all right, so let's move on. Since we're talking about sticking to our laurels, or resting on our laurels, uh, Dunlop announces the limited edition Tom Morello Crybaby Wall, which has the Kami Red Star, and is you, know, you don't need a weapon when you were born one, and all this stuff. And on the other side says sometimes history needs a push. Oh my god, that's so fucking cheesy. Oh my gosh. Oh, I hate this so much. And that's the only thing signature about it, since the innards are just uh, a crybaby ninety-five. Fuck that! How much is this? It better not be over one hundred fifty dollars. One hundred eighty-seven fifty. Kiss my ass. What's the average price of a crybaby? Used like twenty bucks. New maybe a hundred. Hmm. I'd say it probably rests around a hundred bucks. Screw this! Screw you, Tom Morello. 80 bucks is what a GCB 95 costs. New. New. Okay. Yeah. Screw you, Tom Morello. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you talk all this capitalism's bad thing and all anarchy, whatever, socialism, but you are making fucking money off of this pedal, off of all your shit with your name and your albums, and you walk around trying to look as broke as possible in your and clothes. They just re-released cost- Tony Hawk Pro Skaters, which he had lots of stuff on. Gorilla Fuck Radio. you, Tom Morello. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. My phone's ringing. You can probably hear it. I was going to say, that's not me. Uh, damn it. There, there's just some there's something ironic Very about hypocritical. Rage Against That's, the Machine it, like marked up no. fancy gear. Uh, oh, actually, the, the was only $129, but uh, on Dunlop's it, website. Okay, because what I was reading, what is 100 Yeah, uh, that article has it wrong. It's, a, it's, it's 130 on Dunlop's website. It's still fifty dollars more. Where does that money go? Tom Morello. Did it? It didn't really. Oh, um, is this all? Is the proceeds going to uh, a nonprofit? I doubt it. Let's see. Um, I feel like they would have mentioned that up front somewhere. I mean, they should. Yeah. Nope. Don't see anything. No. It's just weird to see the whole aesthetic of it. Just and what 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 goes behind that aesthetic and what has gone behind these guys' music for so long, the message they preach, and then to see it become corporatized is just like why the sellout of the sellouts. It just feels like, and I mean, he, he still has a very big political platform and still very vocal about, about the same thing. So like, you don't get that side of him, but like when you see gear like this, it just seems weird. Seems like you're just in it for the money, man. 
Also, why is the Rage egg. Against the Machine so popular all of a sudden? Hi, Kylo, like, you better get out of that trash. I <laughs> oh, was that you? Never. Tristan, get out of that trash. Sorry, I thought it was the dog. It was hey, my Billy, son. get off the shed. <laughs> Damn it, Billy. Get your leash and get outside now. All right. Anyway, oh, speaking of selling out, <laughs> even Tide makes a pedal that has the one algorithm that everyone likes by them that you can find on different pedals but now it's its own pedal with just that algorithm they introduced the black hole pedal yeah it's another continuation because they had the rose last year same kind of deal so it looks like they've just got a dsp platform they're just kind of coming out with one-offs yep kind of lame I feel like they could have done something really cool. I mean, the black hole is an amazing algorithm. I'll give them that. Like, it's really like something fantastic. How much but, is their big box pedal? H nine. Uh, oh, those no, are the old, the old school one. Even type space. Yes. I don't know how much it is. They still make probably them. like probably like three fifty, four hundred. No, it was probably about four hundred. Ugh. Okay. How much is this one? Two seventy nine. The, the US. space is five hundred dollars. Oh shit! Buy no, buy one used. You can get it for like three fifty. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Smaller form like factor. Okay, they're being lazy though. Like, come up with something new. Give us a new algorithm. Or give us eighteen more knobs on an existing algorithm, and then we'll fall fawn over it like we did for the Strymon thing. I feel like Eventide is just like it's like screw it. The magic's gone, it isn't it? I feel like they're not even trying anymore. Like I'm the only one in this relationship. Like like, <laughs> like we're just like we're living just together. Going through the motions just, at this point. Yeah, it's like it's like you might as well be my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. So I say we give this a two out of five. Give it two stars for trying. I I'd be down for like having one, but I just I'm not in the mood to rearrange my board just for to work that algorithm in. Yeah. And if I'm working that amount of space in, I'd be probably more leaning to getting an H nine. Okay. And oh, speaking of sure. people, well, let's uh, let's move on before I get mad because we're going to talk about more lazy people shit. Uh, <laughs> MXR's FOD drive lets you blend two legendary amp stacks into a single stomp box. Doesn't that sound freaking familiar? This makes sense, though. Okay, so they did. Chris, the Green I expected Duke. you to get so mad about this one. No, no, it actually makes sense. So the reason, okay, so yeah, this this is basically just a normal branded MXR. Uh, what they call that? The Dookie. Sold it. The Dookie. So they it's had a Dookie the Dookie with different clipping. They did yeah. all for the Dookie. Yeah, so they did the radio <laughs> Dookie with the. Uh, album artwork then they did it when green day released uh father of all with the unicorn shitting a rainbow essentially if that's what it was doing i might have been throwing it up but regardless and then this is a normal branded one for the people that might not want that but <laughs> okay, isn't, isn't this the same price uh one i feel like they i don't, paid 180 for the wait, wait, branded they're, one so they're not making the dookie anymore Right. No, that was very limited edition, I think. Same with the unicorn poop, right? Correct. 
Okay, so that's the thing too. And also, from what I understand, this is one thing that someone posted, and I kind of under, I kind of think this could be it too. They probably had an agreement with Green Day and the album and the company that has the rights to the album Dookie to put out so many or to do so much. And I mean, they probably they sold were, out I mean, they, so quickly of it that they probably just went, right. ran through that number already. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of regret getting rid of it because I've like looked them up again, and the prices are definitely close to three hundred, if not over. Last time I yeah, looked. but don't they suck? Uh, I, oh wait, no, no, no. Sorry, this is one sixty. Mean, yeah, I kind of get tired website. of them after American Idiot, but I mean that's no, no, no. <laughs> what the Dookie pedals? Yeah, uh, it was oh okay. the Dookie pedals. Hey, okay. I, I okay, wish yeah, I had actually had a real down. amp to run it through when I owned it. That, it, that was I heard it was thing. a letdown. I heard it was they, a total letdown. They actually have the V3 Dookie drive still on the website. Yeah, I was going to say that too. I would much rather have the Boss uh, JHS yeah. pedal for that kind of tone. Huh. To be honest uh-huh. with you. But yeah, uh-huh. it, it's cool. Nice that they branded it without, you know, a band attached to it. So, But they still, like, FOD hmm. is a reference to Green Day. Yeah, don't they have a song? Yes. Right. What does it stand for? I don't know right offhand. Or I've forgotten. Some fan you are. It's freak, not one it it's not one of my favorites. Freak so. on a dish. Freak on Delish. <laughs> delish is one word. It's French. It's fancy. <laughs> so D E apostrophe uh L E A Freak on Delish. Uh Something okay. has taken part of me. <laughs> Moving on. So, <laughs> I'm looking forward to a Diaz album of just like corn songs with just like a weird affect on his voice all the time. Spoken word. Something Spoken takes a word. Part of me. Yeah, just something takes a part of me. All day. Didn't William Shatner do something I, like that? All day. I, and I think it's going to be a long, long time. I can't do a good Shatner, so whatever. All right, let's Shatner get moving. Can't because do a good Shatner. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Um, Electro Harmonics announces the Pitchfork Plus. This is old. How old are we talking? I've seen this before. Yeah, like a week ago when it got released. Also, the Pitchfork's been out for a while. So are they no, just like slowly adding on to this to make it closer and closer to the... What's the big... Yeah, no, not the whammy. The uh, oh my God. their big box pitch shifter. Pog? Pog. Yeah, the Pog. Are they so? That's why I feel like they're doing. Well, the Pog's not. They're slowly getting up to that with each version mm. of the pitchfork they release. Uh, this just adds presets and two voices simultaneously. Right. So yeah. you can run two expression pedals into it. Oh wait, what? Yeah, this would be great Ooh. with my Alpine in the effects loop. No doubt. Uh, anywho, uh, if you if you've heard a pitchfork, you you've heard, heard this. this before. Uh, yeah. You want more features from a pitchfork? Ta-da! Congratulations. Actually, I, I, when I had a pitchfork, I had it modded to have a preset. Had and so this well, and this actually, now has presets, so that that gets rid of that mod. Yeah, I don't have to wait six. I don't have to wait like seven months from a company to mod my pedal. Because they randomly are like, oh, your birthday's coming up. I guess I'll do that mod for you. Hmm. Legit story actually happened um, with that pedal. All right. So what is this? Groove Gear announces new Link 3M low profile pedal fasteners. It's dual lock. 
Woo. Yeah, for... That's a special panels? type of dual lock. I don't think this group actually has anything unique about it. Uh, Come at me. Oh, it's Hogan yeah. Luke, actually. Who, who's no, Luke? no, it's not. No, it's not. It's half the size of Hook and Loop, so it's thinner. Anyway. That's all it is. Okay, cool story. I feel like bro. that's harder to get off if it's... Th I don't like it. I don't like it. All right. This week, we got to do our Harley Benton You segment. just skipped one. Yeah, you skipped no, one. I didn't. Yeah, I screw did. that one. Oh, well, there's a space. All right, well, you, you know, I don't even want to talk about this. You guys talk about it. Rockboard announced it now has a USB interface plug-in breakout thing for the patch base. Yeah. Which is good if you have like a helix of some sort on your board. Yeah. Wait, why why if you have a helix? Okay, well any uh You can power it via USB, can't you? No, no, no that's not what this is. Out. This is just this... a pass through. Um that allows you to take whatever you want to do, one of these pass-throughs, and run it through a USB chain to your computer as a like an audio out. Oh, so you get like reamp and stuff with yes. Yeah. Oh, no. or like yeah, or like say you have. Uh... Yeah, I was thinking small scale. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you could use this with a helix too, and like if you had a helix on a board with yeah, other pedals your, and stuff. Have a patch bay kind of deal. Yeah, but, but it already like has like XLR. Outs. But like the helix can already do that. Okay, so any other I like, know, but you could, but you could just do it to the side. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm going home. You are home. Oh, well. So welcome easy. back. Welcome back. I miss you guys. <laughs> okay, now you can talk about your Harley Benton. Well, and this week in Harley Benton. Harley Benton! Oh, you went with that one. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what was the other one? I forgot how the other one, I forgot how the can, other one went. We can change it in post. <laughs> we can't. Not gonna change. No, no, that's, probably, that's probably what's going to append the episode. It's just going to be all the different takes on this week in Harley Benton that we're trying on. Go on a group. Tell us which one you like. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now, but okay. Just go with it. It's okay. Shh. Am I supposed to be wearing pants or not? Um, preferably, yes. Is his oh, camera dude, off still? On I'm, I'm good with <laughs> There's a reason why I do not record with the camera on. <laughs> I don't give a shit about latency. <laughs> I just don't want anyone going blind. Oh, don't worry. Anyway. Scott's like, don't worry. I've seen worse. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. All right. Appendages that small don't show up on camera, so it's fine. Oh, oh. shit. Oh, he said he's got a small penis. Am I wrong? Sorry. Harley Benton. <laughs> Listen, let's just put it this way. I've never had to Google what's the average size penis because I know it's bigger than mine. <laughs> All right, sorry. We're we're getting into locker room talk and this is getting out of control. Do you ever watch Letter Kenny? <laughs> I love Letter Kenny. Have you seen the later episodes where uh McMurray? <laughs> I don't know. No, I just know. No? No. Okay. I'm guessing if, if, not. If you because... catch the reference, you catch the reference, but yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know what we're talking about. All right. All right. So Harley Benton announces what is, uh, God, they're the mighty 15 TH. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, yeah. It's an amp. That's right. <laughs> 
Sorry, I was hitting the wrong thing, and then a Fender ad popped up. Chris, are you okay? Yes. Why? Okay, it's, well, it's 4.30. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I put a thing in the group chat saying my meeting got canceled, so I don't have oh. to go right at 4.30. Well, sorry, some of us don't look at our phone while recording. We stay focused. So this is a guy whose phone was audibly ringing Yo. on the call. <laughs> It was not. It was vibrating. I put it on silent. That's what she said. I I actually have my silent doesn't vibrate. Really? Yeah. I I generally keep my ringer at like minimum volume anyway. So that, is that your excuse for not answering my phone calls? Um. Have Who you ever you? called and I not answer? I don't know. He answers all my calls. Don't worry. I know it seems like I'm like this abusive friend <laughs> who's always picking on Diaz. Nope. <laughs> you know what? People would be shocked by some of the conversations we have. We have some actually pretty deep conversations. Then people wouldn't think my brain could work like that. They surprise but, even right. me. I know. <laughs> Every once in a while, Scott's like, shit. <laughs> that was actually kind of smart what was it we were talking about work stuff and you were like kind of shocked that i know about pnls and stuff oh you sent me well i was shocked you sent me your pnl and you had it on hand oh yeah yeah i i know some stuff about things <laughs> that's, how, that's how i can afford to buy pedals i have to i have to know some things <laughs> what's an 11 d in your uh <laughs> what's, what's this that's a clevin a Clevin. Yeah, a Clevin. He used to say, uh, you know. What in a Clevin? Home by 7. He went home at 4.30 that day. <laughs> That's sad that we were able to recite that much of it. <laughs> I forgot that he went home at 4.30 that day part. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, did you see there's a new podcast? Office Ladies? Yes. No. No. Masters of the Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Joe, Joe uh, Doug Christ, Joseph O'Rourke, and some other guy. And now going through like cinematic movies. So it's just surprised me without RJ? And Will. Hmm. So it's safe for the family to actually listen to it or no? Probably not. <laughs> You've <laughs> talked with Joe before, right? Yeah, Joe, Joe is still there. Okay. I was to say, Joe's, Joe's like the worst. Well, RJ, RJ, come on. We're not going to repeat I, what I, I think I've only show. did I do an episode with RJ? I can't remember. I know I did one. I know I've been on without him. I can't remember if I did one with him. This is the famous cookie cracker episode, right? I wasn't on that one. Oh, we continued it on my episode, though. That's a theme. Yeah. Is is a what is it? A peanut butter Ritz cook cracker covered in chocolate? Yeah. Does that make it a cookie? No. No, it makes it a cracker dipped in chocolate. <laughs> I, I still had the best argument. I think I, I ended it, but I don't know if it's appropriate for me to say on our podcast. It's not. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to keep So the Harley though. Benton Mighty 15. <laughs> 20 minutes later. Oh. <laughs> um, so, okay. Dual EL84 power amp up to 15 watts, 12 AX7s in the front. I feel like Jason would like this. So it's a Vox Night Train, essentially. Pretty much. Well, Night Train's a solid-state power section, right? 
Um, pro- may, yeah, maybe. This one, I listened to a demo of the 5-watt version. That's exactly what it reminded me of. So. Cool. Mm. Uh, yeah. It has a 6E2 indicator tube. What does that mean for... Explain it to us. I don't, what is it trying, I, I don't know what, what an indicator tube is. Is, is. Was that supposed to be a rectifier tube and it just got translated poorly? Or is it Possibly. like a fender indicator light? Because that technically that is a tube. It's just a filament light bulb. There is no indicator light on this. On the front. On the front. Maybe it's internal. It lights up purple. I mean, if the tubes light up, which is a pretty common little thing. Huh. Uh, is there no, this, a demo? This tube literally does nothing, but it lights up to let you know that it's turned on. <laughs> have you seen those clocks where they have like vacuum tube filament oh, things? Oh, yes. I want mm-hmm. one so bad, but they're so expensive. And they're very power consuming, if I'm not mistaken, too. Because it's basically like running a neon light. Oh, yeah. But those are cool. On the neon moon. Sorry. A little Brixton done there for you. That's why I didn't recognize it. <laughs> exactly. If you do. Oh, nice. It's, so it's got, got 16, 8, and. Yeah, it's, yeah go ahead. it's got different output impedances, power scaling, it has built in boost. And it's, it's not a foot switch. 212 f- francs. No, they're on the euro. That's Holly oh. Benton. Oh, I'm on Great Bitten Pounds. I, <coughs> I, how do I find out the US price without accidentally buying a Harley Benton again? <laughs> 270. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, sub 300 for all tube amp. I wouldn't really complain too much. Plus free shipping. It might take uh how how long did it take for Fuzzmonger to get something from Not sure. Tolman. <laughs> uh I don't remember, but it's available immediately. Right. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I actually just watched Community for the first time. Cool, cool, cool. This year. <laughs> I don't know if I finished it or not. It's not worth finishing it, to be honest with you. Well, because it was on oh, like wow. it was on like Yahoo. Was like a like Yahoo tried to do a streaming service at one point. Oh wow! I don't know. I think Rick and Morty were already a thing, so like, I don't think the original Dan Harmon was really involved anymore. Probably not. Anyway, uh, moving on. John, uh, then Jacob Jingleheimer spent Jonathan, Rebecca Diaz. <laughs> Are you there? All right. I'm assuming that reading was him. So let's move on to the last thing on the list, which Fender announces it. Is it H E R or is it just her? I, I don't uh, know how to signature pronounce Stratocaster, it. which is the first guitar signature guitar for a woman this year from fender congratulations you finally fulfilled your promises nine months later well they had <laughs> they they do have the um uke from billy eilish billy eilish i thought they had one other signature guitar from a female no they they used female demoers quite heavily this year yeah so like uh what's her name from baroness was featured in the um the jazz master ultra stuff 
Yeah, there was a there's another video of a female player, and the, I love it because they're using like really talented players. You know what I mean? It's not like they're doing the uh, mansplaining where they like put a girl who doesn't know how to play well. No, listen, Diaz. Let me explain this to you. For... Sorry, I was going to mansplain you back. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, but this is a nice looking strat. Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing that's killing me though with Fender. Mm-hmm. And I honestly made the joke about it, and then I was the one who brought this ad up. But um, I brought this new product up. Oh, they're just—I mean—they're putting out Tellys, Strats, Jazzmasters, and just changing pickup configuration and color. They didn't even change pickup configuration on this one. Mm-mm. I know they just made it sparkly. Uh I mean, it's a—it's a mid sixties C profile. Yeah. And on a one-piece maple neck. So the neck is semi-unique because it's also a nine and a half radius. Uh, vintage, vintage trim, so six six screw, custom neck plate. It's got the anodized or uh, is it just one ply anodized aluminum pickguard, and then it's got the chromed out paint color with a matching headstock. But it still is uh, vintage noiseless um, pickups. Right, she's she sounds amazing. Yeah, I kind of low key like this, but I don't know if I like would rush out. It's sitting right at a thousand dollars or just above. So, so that means really it, not that bad. means it's from the Mexico factory, right? Yeah, um, should be. Now, yeah, now say? it sure does. Yeah, it's one thousand ninety nine ninety nine. Yep, made in Mexico. I do like that they're doing more of the signatures made in Mexico. I think it just makes them more accessible. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yep. Especially if there's nothing like whoa, whoa, whoa. expensively guys, guys. different about them. Hold, you know what I mean? Like, like it's no like custom pickups and it's nothing, you know, that out of the ordinary. Right. That requires like custom luthery. However you pronounce that word. Um, Ure- urethra. <laughs> yeah. But this, I mean, this does that R&B thing really, really well. Yep. Oh, that video is loud. I uh, I do think it's kind of goofy that it's like, it was inspired by her favorite nail polish color. Hollow flake. I mean, thing, favorite colors are inspired all over the place, man. Like, there's all sorts of different things. <laughs> I know, but I think it's weird that it's like favorite nail polish. John Mayer's guitars were all the the Silver Sky was all the different colors of Teslas for crying out loud. Dude. <laughs> what a Caucasian thing to do. Which is which is funny because John Mayer's more associated with Land Rovers, so he should have done Land Rover colors. I would have loved a four screen. That would have been nice. Wasted opportunity. So yeah. with that, uh, sorry, my phone is now ringing. Well, I'm very minus two. Oh my gosh, mine's going off again. Oh, myself. Ignore. Did you just say I'm sorry when you asked her for help? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's dive into the topic real quick here to kind of call it uh, a day here. Um, This week, uh, Joel Corday made a a post on uh, social media regarding Chase Bliss's future. Which seems ominous, but basically to say they are swamped. 
their business has been so over the top. They've, they've increased their production. They brought on new staff and they're still struggling to make orders meet to the point that they've decided that they're actually going to start discontinuing stuff. And, um, uh, officially announced there will be no black Friday sales this year. Is this a trend? Do you think we're going to see? How are you reacting to it? Mm, maybe from smaller companies, yes. Like just because demand might be down a little bit, but I feel like as far as places like Guitar Center and stuff, they might still, or just larger independent retailers might be okay. But I could see ones that are having to build, you know, per order. Yeah. I don't know. I think that I think the companies like that are able to like that can't handle their production right now are going to stop doing it and stop feeling obligated because Chase Bliss is a big enough in the boutique world that they can be the like leader on this. But I think the smaller companies that need the to rummage up the business and get the cash flow I feel like they're going to probably still do them. Yeah. I think it's going to be an interesting year. Okay. I mean, I mean the, the rules are off. I mean, like we're, we're <laughs> looking at stuff right now. It's 2020. The rules don't apply. I mean, if you think about the, the average sales cycle right now, right? Um, historically, it's everything gets announced in July at Summer NAM for the winter uh-huh. season. That's essentially what that's about. Um, And so by now, everything should have already been fully announced, ready in stores for that late October into November buying spree. Yeah. The reality has been there's just been a nonstop buying spree. Uh, At least in the gear world, sales are up all over the place. Um. So I, I'd be, I don't know if we'll see a, a big Black Friday push outside of like the brands that are organized to basically be Black Friday pushes. So your house brand, uh, your Rogue, your uh, whatever the, the house brands at Guitar Center are where they're like, look at up to 95% off. It's, it's like one piece of gear that's designed to look really cheap, you know? Yeah. What is that noise? Why does it sound like a kid talking? That's probably my cat Sorry. who has asthma that is <laughs> probably breathing very, very weird and wheezing while she's Okay, moving. sorry. I thought I thought <laughs> like my son was in here and I was like, Jude, what? I no. um Was he in the I, trash can again? Your kid? <laughs> <laughs> I told him dang kids, stay out the dang trash can. Um get off the shed. Sorry. That that callback's not working, is it? No, no. Do you have, you have, don't know this one? It's an old Saturday Night Live where uh, they're just like having a con- casual conversation, and Will Ferrell is just like, "Hey, buddy, can you get off the shed?" And he just kind of goes <laughs> back to like chatting, and it just it keeps escalating and escalating and escalating to the point where he's like, "I will come over there and I will destroy you if you do not get off the shed." Okay, I'm gonna have to look that up because that sounds hilarious. It's a great bit that I have now ruined by explaining the entire joke. Oh, I have a feeling that the delivery will be better. How dare you? Oh, wow, he went there. I'm just saying. 
I have a podcast Sweet. with dozens of listeners where I am not the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so We've got yeah. I'm the funny one, Scott Snell's real one, Chris is Barry White. How you doing? There you go. Love is in the air. I was gonna say I, I can't get enough of your love, but yeah. Can't get enough of your love, baby. That is very white, correct? I don't know. I don't even. I think so. Oh yeah. I guess that's where I was going to. I'm like <laughs> the. Uh, I only know it from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's all I know it from. That's not very white in that. Well, no, I just that oh yeah thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> I feel like that's a great ending spot is Diaz just singing this song from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, I know, Kylo. We're going to end soon. <laughs> he's like, please stop. He's, he's literally behind me. Dad, dad, no, 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 don't, 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 no, no. He's just staring at me. All right. Yeah, he, he's like, stop. Well, if I'm not on next week's episode, guys, my dog killed me. Um, because he just uh, loves me so dang much. I mean, if, if we really went in and asked, you know, Kylo, what are you thinking right now? He just responded with sausages. Pretty much. Listen, his, his nickname is Sausage Butt. Sausages. He literally, he literally looks like a sausage. walking sausage. Sausages. My God. All right. <laughs> Thanks. So, all right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. You can follow us on Instagram at the effects loop. You can uh, find us on YouTube. Email us at the effects loop at gmail.com if you just want to say hi, talk about your feelings, or, you know, Tell us why you think Black Friday sales are stupid. All you, you can also join our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash the effects loop. It's really cool. You give us money, and then you get to be in like a chat group. If you give, I think it's $5 or more. And right now, it's, it's actually a lot of fun. It's like the only interaction I have on Facebook is mostly talking in that group. Um, I love getting in political discussions on John Cusack's personal page. That That's my new favorite hobby. Oh, my gosh. I love... I don't even. All right, we're not getting into this. All right. <laughs> Once again, shout out to Stringjoy for sponsoring this episode. Go to stringjoy.com, buy some strings, tell them that the effects loop sent you, and uh, get a koozie. I've got a couple. They're a lot of fun because nothing says I like to party like having a drink and a koozie. So, everyone be safe. Remember, don't drink and drive. And also, don't drink Miller Lite. Bye. Everyone say bye. Okay, bye. Fine. We're leaving. Bye. We're going. I I I will take this podcast and turn it around if you guys do Are we behave. there yet? God. <laughs> bye. Bye. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
cautionary Why is negativity always drawing out picture Every visualized love Energized lives together, together We undefeated A plan to make well, there's no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving And believing in a community that remains happy Never after, the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so Just you're gonna make a soundboard of me saying Harley Benton different ways. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So we have the the singing jingle. Harley Benton. Harley Benton. Chris, you're killing the audio here, man. Yeah. Take take two. Harley Benton. We got the rapper. Harley Benton, motherfucker. We've got the angry German. The Frenchman. Ooh, the Halibenton. Uh, used car salesman. What you got right here is the Halibenton. Uh, old timey newscaster. I think those are the same. Halibenton here. Ah, Halibenton here. Now for sale for four twenty nine ninety nine. How much does it cost? I probably could have said like. Oh. Um. No, what, else we, what else we got? Harley Benton, eh? Oh yeah. Cheap and good. Canadian. Canadian, yeah. Any other stereotypes we can exploit before we uh, call this one a day? Those Harley Benton are That one required movement. <laughs> it took a lot out of me. <laughs> <laughs>